Thank you for coming to the fifth episode of Sample Greeno podcast run by May. This podcast is about my self-reflection, things I did not have an output for, such as the late night thoughts I had in mind. Um, just to set the mood for this episode, it's very sunny out and any food you put on the table looks glistening. And what I did today was to go to Museum of London around the Barbican um, station and I cycled there and my flatmate actually cycled a lot. So I'm getting the hang of it. Like whenever you have a place to go that is only like two stations away, then I would just take a center and a bike, then taking the bus or the tube um, to just enjoy the breeze, you know, but I feel like it's, I'm not gonna do that after it gets cold, but also I've been going to museums because my dad told me to explore more of London since I have no idea if I'm gonna be in London next year and I want to um, I want to, but it depends on the scholarship situation and I went to Tate Britain the other day and so far I like Tate Britain more than Tate, Brit- Mo- um, Tate Modern just from the older paintings like JMW um, Turner's and John Constable's um, yeah and I went to Royal Academy of Art um, yesterday and they have a copy of Leonardo da Vinci's last The Last Supper um, the actual painting is in like one of the churches in Milan, I believe, but even the copy is from 1515, so it's still worth a look. Um, yeah, Royal um, Academy of Art is actually a postgraduate school for arts, and I actually considered a program that is with Imperial College London, but now that I kind of figured out what type of programs I want to do, I'm not applying for that one. Um, I also decided not to apply for this, like any artistic programs, just because you would need to prepare for a portfolio. And I know art major students would have a lot more than I do since I'm over here like coding. Um, so I just don't, I, it just didn't seem like an option. Um, but yeah, um, I went to Museum London today and I don't really know the history of London or the UK unless it's like modern history and it was just interesting to see how London was established throughout years. Um, I briefly knew about it but like the English um, descendants are either the partially partially Romanized Brightons already living there or people who settled in southern Britain, like including Angles, like Saxon, uh, Jute. Um, but I'm not a historian, so it's too complicated for me to understand. But I got the point that the UK is definitely not just a white people country, uh, which people think it is. And well, anyways, I'm enjoying the exploration of like free London museums while it's sunny and warm enough to walk around the river. And it's getting chilly, so sometimes I'm like freezing on a bike, but it's still nice out. Um, yeah. So for today, I'm going to be talking about adulting. Um, It's the start of my last year of undergraduate, which technically means I am becoming an adult in a year. And most of my friends already have graduated. So by the definition of like social standards, they are already adults, which is crazy. Um, I looked up what the dictionary definition is. And in Oxford Dictionary, it says it is the practice of behaving in a way characteristic of a responsible adult. Um, 
especially the accomplishment of mundane but necessary tasks. And in Urban Dictionary, adulting is to do grown-up things and hold responsibilities such as a 9-to-5 job, a mortgage or rent, a car payment, or anything else that makes one think of grown-ups. And for me, since I technically live on my own, but I'm not financially independent, so it's like pre-adulting. And the topics my friends and I talk about recently is like suddenly related to adulting, how to save money, how to find a job you want, how to keep a relationship when you're trying to find a job, and so on. And I was just thinking since many of my friends graduated, they start to think about like finding security either in people or personal relationships or security in job, which directly relates to money or you would want both and for me i still don't have that pressure to move on to new things like that since i'm applying for masters but it is a very uncomfortable stage where you have no idea of security in any area and especially since i am in a foreign country there are options but i don't fit into the standard of job hunting in either countries so it's quite difficult to imagine what i'm going to do after masters and somehow i while i'm like starting the third year of undergrad i'm more optimistic about what might happen than previous years when i didn't know what i like to do or what i want to do Um, i still don't know my future plans but especially essentially i'm going to be okay and with regards to adulting choosing a job i want to do in the future do like do you want money first and then find yourself stuck in a nine to five job or do you want to have a little money but still do traveling and do things you like and i can't imagine myself do like jobs that are not stable enough like just a little money and then do whatever you like which i feel like i could do it but without like with the stability i feel like and um because of who i am but i also think i would separate what i like in work um some of my friends are doing the jobs that are what they were studying and they that is great but continuously doing something because you earn money from it i feel like makes you get bored and tired all the time and that's why i believe in having interest in different areas and do work separately even if i didn't like it or if it even if i didn't love it um people do say you should choose the industry that you like but i feel like i would start to hate them just because of the concept of work and i think that is why i don't find myself in research nor completely in a tech job or just a very tech heavy industry um i don't know what other people go through but they're the things that i've been thinking on my mind and i want to know what other people think about this when making like life decisions well yeah oh well um yeah but that's kind of something i was thinking about and this week i'm actually visiting oxford um for just the very i don't know just introductory session with one of the professors there but i don't think i'll get in it's like percentage wise it's only one digit for acceptance rate rate which is really really competitive and i don't think if like i i mean i'll decide whether that will be my first choice or not after i visit there so yeah
But my book recommendation for this week is Brit-ish, um, Brit Princess-ish on race, identity, and belonging by Afwa Hirsch. I don't know. I do not know how to pronounce her name, but the book is part memoir and discusses Black history, culture, and politics in the context of Britain, Senegal, and Ghana. I haven't finished this, so I can't tell you a lot about it. But I'm trying to read more about racism and gender studies because I'm writing that I want to study bias and fairness in algorithms in the future, and I can't just like talk about it without understanding those concepts. And I also think when it comes to racism, it is not simply racism is bad.、Um, it is, but to fully understand the reason why like racism has been around and For years, and also why like、um, anti-feminism and anti-LGBTQ exist. I need to like I guess learn from others, and I can't think of like a big experience of how I face those. Well, I, I well in real life, it's not something that was really. I mean, I do understand racism, but I don't know where it, came, it comes from, and that's why it's yeah. I'm just trying to read about it, and I don't think I understand all of it myself.、Um, grow up, growing up in Japan and or in a traditional Japanese family culture, but this book is recommended a lot, and if you live in the UK, it's worth reading about it、um, for anyone really. But yeah, that that's it for this episode.、Um, thank you for listening. If you have made it till this far, and follow the podcast at Sanpagrino Twenty on Instagram, and see you in the next episode. Bye.